0: Well, my view of the world is that uh, I think we do have a single path.
1: After that, we became best friends. Um, we're still wow. best friends.
0: I'm glad to be alive. Yeah. I'm a zombie with cancer. What, what is... <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Captain Banggood Podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. It's a tough job, but you know, I think Liam and I are up for it.
1: Yeah, definitely up for it.
0: Awesome. So as always, we are recording from downtown Chinatown, and today we're doing what if. What if. What if. What if. What if.
1: You know, then if that's over there. And what. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just a general sort of, you know, what.
0: What. Yeah, so... I don't know. I got inspired by this episode, uh, not of that crazy Netflix TV show called "What If," with scary Renee Zellweger as this like sociopathic businesswoman who's trying to, you know, I don't know, take over the world and then mentor up this young lady and make this young lady do terrible things to her husband in exchange for success with a startup. That sounds cool. Uh, What's it Is
1: it called What If? if it's I'm called I'm going to go watch that. Oh, that right, right. sounds really fun. <laughs> so,
0: so I'm not referring to that What
1: I, If. I, yeah, all yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm referring to What If we have infinite futures, like out of Rick and Morty. Yeah. And that we could be living infinite lives.
1: Yeah, parallel universes.
0: Exactly. Different yeah. crossroads and, you know, whatever decisions that we're making right now could be completely different in another universe.
1: That's right. We're, we're getting introspective. Exactly. again
0: again what do you mean
1: again well after the priceless episode yeah i know yeah
0: but this but but the priceless one got a little bit depressing yeah
1: i think we're gonna try and keep it happier right
0: yeah so i don't know the premises of this one in particular like i i was thinking well the what ifs that i've picked are all ones that i don't regret not living through
1: that you don't regret i don't regret oh yeah okay
0: oh i don't know do, do you i want a different
1: way oh, okay. <laughs> no 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 minus no no actually no they're okay
0: oh okay
1: actually we'll no, most of, no most of them are actually no most of them are like that okay
0: yeah. all right yeah. so okay. yeah so that's how i kind of took it as because i i don't know my view of the world is that i think we do have a single path and that sometimes if we stray off it let's say um going to a different infinite future and it's not meant for this dimension that we're currently living in that it's just like a rubber band effect that the further we uh go astray from that rubber band we get snapped back
1: but how do you know that you're going away from it
0: because in this infinite future um it's always going to be the end result. Like it could be just like me saying, all right, you're going to have a chocolate bar, but I'm not going to specify what kind of chocolate bar. Okay. So it's not like really definite, but it's just like a broad... Okay. halfway
1: yeah yeah there's a cool way of looking at it from um one of my favorite books of all time called dune uh, d-u-n-e like sand dune okay. sort of June. it's a science fiction book um but it's by frank herbert a classic an absolute classic but mm. it's not really about science fiction it's more about politics yeah um and and in know in a science fiction sort of framework you know they travel in space and stuff but it's really about politics and the main character, I don't think this is a spoiler warning
0: (laughs) for anything,
1: (laughs) but like the the whole premise of it is he develops a thing called prescience, which is the ability to see the future in inverted commas. But, um, you know, the way he sees the future is not like this is what's going to happen the, the way, and he describes it as is, you know, he can see all of the like thousands of opportunities, like, like you said, multiple parallel universes. Yeah. And then the way that, uh, he does that is by, um, you know he can see a line through them, and and you know he mm. can chart the one he w- wants. And I've heard another, um you know, I was reading an essay of, like that went into June and the f- you yeah. know f- philosophy of it really and how that would work if it was prescience was pro- like possible. You know that ability, and they were saying, well, it's sort of like you know tarot. You're familiar with tarot cards?
0: Yes, I'm familiar. Like future
1: future mm. stuff, right? And um. You know, most people when when you, people do tarot readings, you you know, if you do it, if you've ever had it done, hmm. um, or you know someone that does it, you know, they'll tell you that this card is like this, and this card means hmm. this, and and personally, you know, I don't um, I don't agree with that whatsoever. But um, from this essay and, and from, I don't know, reading the book and being a huge mm. fan of it, the way that they approach it is more like, well, the tarot is sort of like letting you see that, mm. letting you see that those possible futures. It's not telling you what's going to happen mm. in the future. I don't think, I don't personally think that's possible. Mm. Uh, but yeah, through the philosophy of that book and through the actual tarot, which has been around for thousands of years, like Egyptians yeah. had, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, so yeah, and it's actually you as a person, you're sort of like this, this needle or, mm. or like the hole in a sink, you know, all this water splashing around at the top of the sink is, you know, all the possibilities and, you know, when something happens, it's just this little strand at the other end that things that have actually happened. Mm. So it's like anything's possible. And then there's you. And then there's just like what's happened in the past. Okay. It's a weird way of thinking about it. It's a weird it. way.
0: Yeah, because there's also another, I don't know whether it's scientifically proven way, but <laughs> palm reading. Because, you know, we're all born with these lines yeah, on our yeah. on hands. And a lot of people who are talented who either study it um, as, a, as a trade or um, yep. they're naturally born with this particular gift that they can read people's palms and not say, oh, there's a swimming pool there and spit in your hand. However, they look at it <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) It's Simpsons episode, I know.
1: Yeah, I I don't, but I've heard it,
0: yeah. (laughs) Um, And instead they can see that, you know, this is your longevity. It's not going to change. You have X amount of time. This is, you know, how many kids you'll marry, when you'll marry. So, again, it's kind of like you'll have a chocolate bar. Yeah. But I'm not going to specify what kind of chocolate bar that's going to be.
1: Yeah. I mean, they've scientifically disproved. Not not necessarily mm. the hand thing, but yeah. I think there's still a couple million dollars that's been around forever, and it's like, yeah. can you prove that you have any benefit over? And I think it's a really small sample. I think it's like twenty people, that's and you have small you have no no no. I mean, yeah. you have to guess what twenty people. So it's a, it's a it's actually quite an easier number. Yeah, it's not like I think they have like um. Oh, no, maybe it's 10 people. They have 20 things, like mm. um, like panels, and they have one person standing behind each of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 10 people standing behind a random panel, mm. and they ask a psychic to get it more than 50% right. Oh, yeah, And so yeah, far, yeah. and there's like a million dollars or something. There's a lot of money in it, and no one's no done No one's it. got it yet. Yeah, so um, I don't think yeah, so. I, I, but I the, think that's
0: the, a little bit different to palm reading, whereas palm reading, you know, it's pretty much inscribed on your hand. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: I, I don't and subscribe to
0: it. I don't subscribe to that stuff, but yep. sometimes no, it's actually really funny because like I've been through a few random ones, um, and people have actually yeah, so am interested up. in it as well. Yeah, yeah. people walk and they've said exactly the same thing to okay. me, and, and this is like four people really. Yeah, exactly what the do they same. Say? Oh, I'm not gonna tell you're not you. Gonna, oh, you're, that, <laughs> you're
1: not allowed to talk about it. Is that like a is that a thing?
0: <laughs> chatter, chatter, house rules. <laughs>
1: okay, house rules. Okay. Anyway, well, have you got a have you got a what if?
0: Oh, I've got a what if. You've got a what if. I've got a what if. I, I, this one is based on what if I took that job. So I was talking to you okay. earlier last week about um, when I was at uni, I was working in a in a hotel bar. Yeah, and convention. obviously uh, this is this was like one of the, the hotels that everyone stayed at and they used to have all the conventions and the big events. And yep. and so there was a particular industry that, uh, that had come together uh, for the annual national event. And obviously um, it, they also have downtime. So a whole bunch of them came downstairs started talking to me and, and I was just really intrigued on uh, what they were doing. And so they were the, I think, jewelers, or Association. Yeah, so they okay. yeah, so they were all part of that. Uh, you was know, this in
1: Australia or?
0: Yeah, in Australia. So okay, cool. anything to do with gold, anything to do with making jewelry. So yeah. every aspect of Gem making cutting, jewelry. Yeah, all exactly. Sorts of stuff. Yeah. And this guy who um, yeah who approached me after talking to me a he goes, Do you want a job? <laughs> <laughs> And I just looked at him going, uh, what kind of job? This is
1: while you're on the clock, right? This is
0: while I'm on the clock. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> That's the
1: best kind of job.
0: That's right. And he goes, would you like to sell diamonds? Wow. I actually thought about it and I, I was like, yeah, actually diamonds are really shiny and pretty and I'm a girl. Yeah. It's a girl's best friend. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, but then I thought about it and I said, oh, actually, I'm still at uni, so I have to finish my degree because my mother told me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and and he was like, right, I trying to push the, the whole, you know, you actually don't need a degree if you're going to sell well, diamonds. Yeah, I
1: guess... They yeah, they sell themselves exactly historically have
0: exactly um
1: yeah do you give me more deep like did you take a business card or like, yeah no, ever... he
0: actually gave me his contact details yeah, and right. then yeah he, he was quite serious he goes you know you're a good salesperson uh i think you can sell my diamonds
1: so that's why he he, he asked you yeah he met you and he was like wow that's yeah okay that's cool that's cool yeah that's no, a great confidence booster <laughs> i was
0: just like ooh, diamonds can you imagine me swimming in diamonds
1: <laughs> uh yeah maybe not quite like that maybe not quite yeah yeah
0: But can you imagine if I did take off that job? Just gave up my uni degree and just went, stuff this. I'm going to
1: go. It would have been different.
0: Completely different. What kind of life would I have lived, I wonder?
1: I mean, do they try? I I don't really know anything about Mm. the jewellery industry, to be honest. I mean, I like jewellery.
0: So I'll just be looking at maybe because I'll see diamonds every day or just end up being, oh, that's just like another piece of paper.
1: Well, I mean, now, mm. the, especially they can manufacture synthetic diamonds, um, not, not just cubic, like, like cubic zirconia is a pretty mm. good approximation. There's ways of telling it related to the heat capacity is the mm. easiest way to tell. So that's the ability for the material, which is either diamond, which is just carbon or Yeah, cubic zirconia, which is a different type of carbon, but um, I think I'm not really sure. But um, the they identically look identical, Mm. and the the best way to tell is by if it's perfect, then like there's no flaws or anything. Yeah. But um, a better way of telling is like the heat capacity. Like it's like does it store heat or transfer heat better?
0: I know. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many different ways. Like if people are recycling. They're actually turning what, what um, your ashes into diamonds. As yeah, because well.
1: it's just carbon. Yeah, that's it's right. It's and all and dust. well, but now it's mm. not just they can't. It's not just that they're manufacturing cubic zirconias. It's like they're um, they're physically manufacturing real diamonds, real diamonds, indistinguishable. That's because right. they've been manufacturing um,
0: and pollution r- as well.
1: Yeah, that's right. Anything yeah. carbon. I mean, we're made of carbon, so, so that,
0: well, that's, that's why the our most ashes. Most populous
1: thing. Yeah. yeah well, so. Um, they've been making rubies and sapphires um, forever. Well, mm. they're all they're all sapphires actually. Yeah. Um, but they've been making that synthetic um, mm. sapphires forever, like yeah. um, years and years and years. They develop the process, and it's quite a cool process. I um, think so too. They start with a, a real one, and then it um, they, they deposit stuff yeah. and grow it with. Uh, it's kind of like a aluminium. pearl. That's how they do it first. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's 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 really cool. Um, but you know, I'm I'm sort of interested in making stuff, and I've I've had a go at mm. making my own jewelry. Mm. Um, not with stones yet, but I've, I've bought, <laughs> I have bought some. I've got some little sapphires at home that I'm planning on making. All enduring.
0: these skills I'm finding out from you. I'm really like <laughs> making
1: stuff is like my parents really instilled that as as well. My mum especially, you know, yeah, um, handiwork. And my yeah. my my mom's an artist, and, and you mm. know, always we always made stuff, and yeah, I still um, still do. So yeah. when I have time, at the moment I have no time
0: <laughs> for making it. Well, in a way, I don't regret it because I think of the worst case scenario. Like, I could have ended up being, like, you know, one of the Twilight vampires. I'll be shiny, shiny <laughs> like a hawk. Uh, be blind at probably 27 because of just too much, too much, too much. Too bling. many diamonds. Too much You'll have
1: unrealistic expectations.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. No one likes a girl who can buy her own diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> or have her own diamonds. I don't know.
1: I think it's less. I'm not, yeah. Yeah. I'm not super okay. into it. Well, on to you. Yeah. Um, My first one Um, was it's it's i'm out of sequential order i'm just going a random one, one. but yeah. um on a random day like i saw so, i sort of you know had a re- relationship when i was younger um mm. like you know 15 16 year 10 and then that lasted four and a half or four years and then there was like this six month period where i was sort of like i'd just been out of a relationship mm. i wasn't really you know seeing anyone i'd still at university still working full time yeah and then um you know, I just happened. It was my birthday. Like I turned 21. It was a joint party because I'm a twin. twin we had a is big right. party. The evil um, twin, of course. Ev- I'm, oh, I'm still the evil <laughs> twin. Um, and I invited uh, one of my very good friends that I used to work mm. with, and she was from Sydney. Mm. And she said, Oh, can you invite some more people? Because um, I don't know anyone else going to your party, mm. right? So it was most people from my hometown. She's like, Do you mind if like inviting someone that I know from university? So I have someone to mm. talk to at the party. I said, of course. And she said, Oh, you'll you know, you'll get along with this guy. You've met him. It was a guy I had met before mm. university, but I hadn't really talked, spoken to because at the time, you know, I had friends from my work. Um we all did the same university degree. So we were all friends and then mm. I had, you know, I had an ex and stuff. So um I didn't and I had friends from where I grew up. So I didn't really hadn't made a lot of friends at university. Yeah. And um, I met this guy um at this party at my own 21st birthday party and he actually um it's a interesting story about how we got to know each other but um the long and short of it is we ended up not really chatting that night at all you yeah. and the guy me and that guy yeah yeah because like, you know it yeah. was he, i was surrounded by people it was, yeah you know, it's your birthday it was you a get... two, 200 person something party yeah because you know with you know it's 21st come on well it's two 21st combined yeah. oh, right that's right and um yeah anyway but then the next week we ended up it was like he, he like sent me a message like do you want to go get a beer? A beer or something. Oh. Then we ended up in town going and like getting, I think we had a Long Island iced tea at every possible bar. You know,
0: like, <laughs> Do you know what this rings through? Hey, I just met you and this is crazy. Here's my number. Um, so call me baby.
1: But um, yeah, after that, we became best friends. Uh, we're still wow. best friends. Um, we've we've traveled a lot together. We just went to Europe together. Um, and, it's funny
0: how things like this develop. And just
1: out of nowhere, like out of actually yeah. nowhere, um, we just became best friends.
0: Sometimes, you know, you find your soulmate, your like your your friend. Yeah. Best friend soulmate. Yeah. As well. and, it just happens.
1: Um, you know, like we disagree on heaps of stuff. Yeah. Um
0: but you still get along all the
1: time, you know, like mm. you know. But uh get along like yeah, absolute brothers. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I think when you can travel with anyone, like whether it's a guy or a girl, yeah, and you survive those travel those travel uh Journeys, uh, it's pretty much solid friendship. That was my life. That was my what if,
1: you know, what if, and and like so many things lining up there. Like so many, they they talk about the holes and lining up, you know, like so many things there. Like yeah, the Swiss cheese model. Yeah, bringing back to my working factory days and safety and stuff. Yeah.
0: But um, (laughs) yeah, if
1: I hadn't invited this like one specific friend, and then like if she hadn't suggested that I invite someone else just because she would have someone to talk to, and then if we hadn't ever even like you know contacted, then I probably would have just continued on at university. You know, not really made any more friends, and and Having that's it. Having a best
0: buddy to rely and, on. Yeah,
1: now yeah. like you know, like I've I've we know each other's families really well, and you know. Oh, yeah. that sounds
0: beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's really nice when you you know cross paths with people by accident. Yeah, and you complete end
1: up- complete chance. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely um, amazing.
1: And and even someone that you've like you know like I I, I met um you know uh, that guy in my first year of university like mm. we, you know, I'd known knew who he was yeah but we just never you know never connected. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. See, that's not depressing. It's a happy one. It's a happy one. After After our uh, priceless parody to Paradise Lost. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to throw a university one at you as well. Okay. So... I think I think I would choose this one. I'll choose a love one.
1: A love one. A love one. Aww. Okay.
0: Oh, Madam Chen revealing Aww. a bit about her love life. I know which I don't usually do. <laughs> <laughs> so I I had my I had a high school sweetheart um in year eleven and twelve okay uh and I think part of university during uni- university days as well and so everyone thought we were going to get married and you know. Hey, we were very, very, very good for each other, but there was a moment when I realised actually, no, we're not good for each other. <laughs> um, I'm changing, and you're you're a lovely person, but you're too much of a doormat for me. People change after after high school. <laughs> Oh my god! I know <laughs> they really discover who they are. Tell me I know. This now. Yeah, yeah, and and so you know we broke up, uh, and then he actually made an effort to um, uh, date me again when we were close to finishing uni. Uh, yeah so we didn't talk for a bit because it was like you know awkward you know awkward i was like well i feel bad i'm like a bad person because i don't have feelings for you anymore and he didn't take it very well because you know when you're you're young it's your first breakup yeah yeah. and And so we went on a date again and i just went nah this just can't be saved just feel exactly the same the day I wanted to break up with you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're still sweet. You know, there'll be another lady who'll be better for you. Okay. Um, and then about, I think maybe 10 years later, I know uh, wow. we, uh, it was our best friend's wedding. Okay. So he was the best man to the, to the, um, our mate right. uh, who's my best friend as well, which is weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, so I flew back into Australia for the wedding and, he when he played the music cuz he was in charge of playing the um the, uh, the bridal uh like the walk march walk thing march thing yep. and he 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 turned the dial and he goes is this too loud into the microphone and he looked at me and not his girlfriend who was like totally in the other direction to me i <laughs> i just Whoa. stood there going this is really awkward it's like now, 10
1: years like regression right there
0: yeah exactly awesome no, it's not awesome. It sounds funny. No, no, no. So the pivotal moment was moments. that evening when um it was the all all of us, the old crowd, you know, the boys and the girls yeah. all went out, uh, obviously without the our best mate who was probably, you know, having a romantic time with his new wife. Yeah. Uh, we all went out just for a bit of, you know, kicks and giggles to say, you know, remember the good old days. Yeah. And there was that moment where I sat down and I looked at him and he looked at me and he gave me those eyes that kind of said, why not?
1: Oh, I know.
0: And I had to make a decision. It was it was a decision. I was like, I have to leave because I can't do this to him. Because he already gave me that look when he played that. Yeah, yeah. And he and I know his current girlfriend is in love with him, right. and that um, you know the whole group had you know everyone had moved on as well. And mm-hmm. um, and I actually don't have feelings. Like I just. It's couldn't. been ten years. I, yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, like even though we probably have changed and become better people, I just don't think that was going to happen. And so I walked out and just left the group and said, I'm going home, see you later, everyone, in case anything bad happens from here on. So in a way, I think back, what if, let's say, he and I did get back together?
1: Might be married.
0: I mean, married, but would I be happy? I don't think so.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that's the whole thing, right? You Mm. you never know. I know. I think you know, thinking about – I mean, obviously everyone thinks about, you know, what if mm. and that's, um, I think, part of being human, I guess, is, mm. you know, what if this and, and – but I think, yeah, letting it go is like
0: – And it happened three times, so I think it was just meant to be that it was not – we weren't supposed to be together. Yeah. yeah. I, that's so –
1: that's very strange, like 10 years later. Like, yeah. Like I wouldn't expect – yeah.
0: Yeah, anyway, so I think that what if is definitely – not going to happen. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, in a good probably, in a good way. Probably not, especially now that you've talked about it on a podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand. Actually, one of my it reminds me of a story. One of my one of my good friends went on a date, mm. and um, it was like it was a first date. It was a I'm not sure if it was a blind date or like a Tinder setup. Some sort of date. I, I'm not really sure about the, yeah. Um, but but not the fruity I date. knew the girl. I think somehow I knew the girl, and um, she. Uh, they had a nice, it was a coffee, you know, coffee for a first date. I think yeah, pretty that's pretty standard. Normal. Yeah, so yeah. you know, neutral location. You don't have to stay in mm. finish your food, and if you decide you hate them, mm. stuff like that. Anyway, and um, he anyway, he stayed for the whole date. Really, apparently, it went really nice. Uh, the girl said, "Yep, really enjoyed talking to him. He's a really nice guy." Mm. And then he um, he stood up at the end and he said, "Well, that was nice, but I don't think I want to have another date with you," and just walked out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he was being honest. <laughs> yeah, I was just
1: thinking, I'm like, damn, that's. A, cold, but B, like that's it's, I would prefer to be treated like
0: yeah, that. Yeah, same. And um, because a lot of girls get ghosted.
1: Yeah, and well, guys actually, get ghosted. Okay. People, just people, I think, it's get ghosted, ghosted now. So
0: it's kind of nice that like, he gives a concrete, yeah, it's not going to work out. Yeah, like, I definitely know. It's not yeah, gonna I prefer work out. that to
1: people flaking and, and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. and faking yeah
0: <laughs> flaking, and, flaking and
1: faking um yeah absolutely cool. just reminds me of that well, I got, do you have another one i got a big one all right I, I, you could probably guess this
0: am i gonna need tissues because i've got one no right it's here. not sad okay it's, it's Go pretty for happy
1: it. i mean so i used to work um for a big company in australia
0: okay as, yes. a,
1: as an electrical engineer yep so i worked full straight out of high school worked full-time studied part-time mm. and then can you guess what big event happened and led to me <laughs> being in downtown chinatown that's the only clue
0: being in downtown Chinatown.
1: I mean, like, in the like long run.
0: Oh, um, the mining resource. No.
1: Oh. Oh, no. I went to China.
0: Oh, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Nothing that big.
0: Okay, so you went to China. All right. Yeah.
1: So I, so I had a full-time job. Yes. Studied part-time and... um. Gave that a, up to go I, to China. Well, I got a scholarship to, to go on studying. Um, and study. Thanks. And, I mean, I, you know, sort of got nominated, sort of applied for. It's a big process. Had to go for a big interview. Um. And then ended up getting it, luckily, and going to study in China and, and obviously, you know, studying there at Beihang University for, for nearly mm. a year and a half. And, Had the
0: best time of your life there, of course. Yes. Well,
1: yeah, you know, and then and then coming back and then that becoming such an integral part of my life, mm. you know, like now, um, I remember my parents coming to visit me when I was like living in, in Beijing and... Mm. and going out to eat dinner with them and me ordering like on a menu in Chinese, which of course I had to because Pretty no one, impressive. No, yeah. no one speaks English in, in Beijing. Beijing. I, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, you go to a Chinese restaurant here and they have English, but uh, not there. No,
0: everything's in Chinese.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's not, it's not, and it's not like some other parts of the world. Like we've talked about uh, Japan previously on yeah. the show, very accommodating for foreigners. Yeah. Um, and Hong Kong. And Hong Kong. China's yeah. getting there. It, yeah, it is yeah, getting there. And, 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 um, and, and you know, and the people are lovely, mm. but it, there is that language barrier. Like the, especially when
0: you get really local, local. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
1: you know, I love to go to those local restaurants and random places. Yeah, and like drag my parents into pretty
0: the... much past the third ring. Yeah, <laughs> just anywhere,
1: like anywhere we can. So I remember that, and I was thinking, my my mum mentioned that the other day. She was talking to a family friend of ours who we hadn't seen for quite yeah. a while, and I was I was there as well it was an event, and yeah, she said like. You know, like I just remember like Mm. seeing my son and she was like, I wasn't really like, I think she said like I was proud, but not like especially Mm. proud. But like the fact that it was just so different to everything Mm. I'd ever seen before. And I was, I was thinking like, wow, imagine if I never did that. Yeah. Because at the time it was quite a big decision you know, I was quitting, um, quitting, a
0: safe job,
1: quitting it. Well, a job that not a lot of people, like. That, that it's not just a job, you know, it's a job that lets you study university part-time mm. as well. There's there's not many of those, mm. you know, so, um, I came out of it. Sure. I came out now with a lot of experience and, and now I got no regrets yeah. whatsoever. Uh, but it still is like a, what if, like, you know, what if, and, and the, what if for me, isn't, what if I stayed? I think I was always, but you know, it would.
0: What if I didn't go? Is that What if I trying? didn't go? Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, like that is the.
0: Mm. You'd probably still be working for the company, I that's think. That's what I mean. And you probably wouldn't have had this fantastic experience over there, which I I know that everyone who, who is an expat who goes to China or. Well, anyone, has, that, anyone, that, anyone that does time.
1: exchange, I think. Uh, everyone does exchange. Yeah. Anyone who has done exchange and, yeah. and coming back, you know, I encourage anyone. Anyone and everyone who listen to do exchange, because absolutely, it's such a and, and or live at, at least just live overseas for a year and see.
0: Yeah, even for work or even uh, to go there to do teaching. In the end, you get to meet some amazing uh, people.
1: Yeah, yeah, we are, especially in Australia being, mm. uh, you know, really isolated actually in in the world. I mean, I, you, I know a lot of Aussies like to do Europe and mm. uh, do you know Kentucky and stuff like yeah. that, but you can't. And I, it sounds like a, oh, you can't experience it unless you've lived <laughs> there for 10 years. But um, no, you know, like you, you need to live somewhere and you need to wake up every morning and, and
0: pinch yourself a little and go, wow, wow. I'm living. Yeah, I'm living. Actually,
1: yeah, in a, in a completely different place. And um, yeah, always what if that, that's like a that. big one for me. Well, and I wouldn't be here with Madame Chen in downtown That's Chinatown, very true. Guarantee you.
0: Well, you know, th- that particular story now kind of aligns with the one that I'm going to talk to you about. It's like, what if I continued to work in uh, China for a crazy rich Asian? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we never got to meet each other in, in uh, China, however. We did um, Sorry? Who? You, you yeah, No, I, I know, yeah, so I know. We never maybe, got to... maybe in the future. <laughs> never know. But you know when I, when I was there it's like what you said um I don't regret it and and in a way I also don't regret um not staying either. Okay. So I'm glad to be back in Australia but I had a really strange life when I was there and I literally every day I pinched myself and I go is this real? Like I felt like I went to a different dimension.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You did, maybe. That's that rubber band pulling you back. Exactly. Rubber <laughs> band
0: pulling back, going, you've strayed a little bit too far, perhaps. <laughs> so I'll tell you what I think I would have turned out before I tell the story of okay. what I was doing. I think if I did stay in China and continue to work for the crazy rich Asian, obviously, I was the crazy overworked Asian. <laughs> I think I would have been a passed out zombie with liver cancer and probably dead by now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can I can get that.
0: <laughs> so what I did in my strange past life was that I worked for this super crazy guy who was just a workaholic. Like his personal life and his business life all rolled into one. And I'm sure you probably know this as well. And yeah. um, when you work for a crazy rich Asian who has six different cars.
1: <laughs> you need a different car.
0: For every day I mean, almost, what if, right? What if
1: you what if you can't drive one car in one day?
0: Yeah, you need I don't multiple cars. It's I don't. Just... And in case, you know, you're picking up like a group of yeah, people. Well,
1: yeah, or you need to send a driver. To...
0: Exactly. And he had drivers. I think he had like two or three drivers on his book as well. Yep. And the crazy little stuff was like, he used to pick me up in his Lamborghini to go to work.
1: Like he would take you to work?
0: Yeah, because I lived relatively close, okay. close as in like in the same ring.
1: Right. No, <laughs> as close as you can be.
0: That's right. And in the, you know, same like eastern suburb or whatever it's called. And he would just go, well, you need to be in the office there now. Instead of you taking the public transport, I'm going to be bypassing anyway, so I'll get you along the way. I'll pick you up. Yeah, but it's really shameful for me because like i've grown up in australia all my life yeah and there's this connotation of oh hey uh crazy rich asian man picks up young girl in a lamborghini (laughs) in a uh
1: yeah yeah, yeah, i see where you're going you you see
0: where i'm going yeah and there's the people will always be looking at me and i'm like i am not one of those (laughs)
1: like they would have known that you know you were originally from australia right? no
0: no because oh. i lived in a very chinese compound oh, okay right so yeah okay
1: a classic yep. yeah
0: completely and so
1: i lived in one of those too but obviously i don't look chinese <laughs> yes yeah, so, i was the one yeah, white guy. <laughs> so i
0: felt really self-conscious going i'm not one of them thank you very much you know this is my actual boss like uh, it's a pro- it is professional like to the point where if you were a fly on the wall you'll be bored to death because there's nothing exciting happening at all <laughs> except just talking about all right what do you need to do now in terms of business for this x y and so that was it. Um, and yeah, my job was also to entertain his girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's very many plural yeah. <laughs> yeah at the same time or
0: past and present okay sometimes mixed together yeah sometimes we, we have to strate- there's a few of us we had to strategically place them like if the ex-girlfriend was coming in one day we gotta make sure that the current girlfriend was <laughs> meeting him on another cool. day
1: that's a good one for the resume
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know multitasking
1: yeah and people management <laughs>
0: that's right critical people management I know and I was his cannon fodder when it came to drinking so you know Chinese culture Asian culture in general you always send the person person who drinks the most at the front Mm. the boss never actually does the drinking oh i'm aware yeah so i'm the cannon fodder because i could drink a lot due to my australian upbringing
1: (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> just a natural, uh, natural predisposition to, yeah. On my
0: CV, I drink very well.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's how I got to drink 30-year-old scotches and that was my life. And I've, I think I literally would have died by now. Yeah, I've never
1: been in that situation.
0: Oh, God, no, not yeah. at all. I cannot not believe that, um, uh, Liam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, I mean, did, did the neighbours ever, like like, did they ever say anything to you? Like your no, neighbours in there, Do they ever like... No,
0: because I lived in a big um, compound like people, apartment.
1: People would say stuff to me. Yeah. Because I lived in like one of the old school compounds. Yeah, old school. Where it's like five stories or whatever.
0: Yeah, Like five yeah, stories yeah, and there's ones. like
1: a bunch of apartments in, yeah, a, in yeah, yeah, a single yeah. block and there's one road in and there's a guy, yeah. um, there's like someone at the door but mm. it's not like a high, super high rise, it's like the mm. old school five or six floors and I was like obviously the one foreigner that lived in that complex. Oh, so, of course they're going to notice so you. Everyone, Everyone would, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, everyone, would. And I was quite good friends with a guy like who... And security and yeah. everything. And, um, I knew a few people like they would always say hi, and um, I got asked to be an English teacher like every week, and yeah. I would say no, thank you, I can't. <laughs> but um, yeah,
0: okay. There you go. Cool. I'm glad to be alive. Another yeah, dead zombie with liver cancer. What,
1: what if you were still there?
0: <laughs> uh that—that's what I mean. I'll be a zombie. <laughs>
1: yeah, I believe it. Yeah. 100 yeah. Percent. I um I have a weird a weird one. Okay. So I was it was my last week in um in china mm-hmm. and i was leaving um mm-hmm. so i was like planning to come back to australia and you
0: um, nostalgic
1: um a little yeah mm. i mean i think I was, I was worried about exams and stuff actually and yeah and yes yeah, so i was doing that and there was this one western restaurant um near where i lived um well there was a few western restaurants but it was like a sort of like a mecca it's in the northwest of beijing yeah. near all the universities um near Wudaokou, mm. and um I would, I just would go there like every week or maybe, yeah. maybe once a month, you know, if I felt like eating Western food, um, just cause you know, you miss home sometimes and um, I'd go sit there and order my burger and just like have a <laughs> beer and just sit in the corner. Cause it was quite a popular, um, place for like people coming on dates and, um, people who, you know, would have Western food and it was mm. like a novelty. So, you know, a lot of people would be like, Oh, it's my first Western food or like I only have Western food once a month, something like mm. that. And this guy sat, he came in and he came in, in a half and he was wearing an Akubra
0: like mm, an, Australian, Australian? You know, an
1: Australian leather yeah. hat. And obviously like you know, I know what a Nakubri is. And he, he comes over. Do you do you he really? Was, he was rushing around <laughs> and, and he very boss like a bossy figure. And he yeah. He comes over. He's like, Do you speak English?
0: Uh- I was, like I was, dude I was like, i've got blonde hair I was like i was like <laughs> sitting
1: there like waiting for my food patiently i'm like yep i speak it was just after i'd ordered yeah i'm like yep and he's like okay sits down across from me it's like a two-person table
0: how <laughs> awkward what does he what does he start doing and then he's like oh
1: i went and i'm not gonna get too into it because it's a um sensitive dude like who yeah. it is like i can't describe who it is but um he sits across from me he's like i need you to fix this email for me um <laughs> what? Here, here it is here's my phone and he's like here's my other phone here's He's like, can you just make this? He's like, I've already he could, he could speak English, but he yeah. was worried about it. Um He was it was going back to somewhere in Europe. He was sending this message and he yeah. wanted the English to be like text, Perfect. textbook. Okay. Not, his English is awesome, actually, yeah. but he wanted it to be like spot on. So okay. he, um, yeah, he asked me to like fix his grammar. And then in that time, you know, like my food showed up, which is like this pretty big burger and chips and stuff. Yeah. And it's sort of going cold and I'm sort of like doing this. And he was just like I would make a change. It was quite a long email. Yeah. Like it was it was a few paragraphs okay. and and I'd check everything and be like, is this okay? And it was on a phone as well. So yeah, I'm like yeah, typing yeah. it. And um I was, you know, asking him Chinese questions and being like, how do you want me to phrase this? But anyways, I I kept going and, you know, eventually my food's still going cold and he's looking at it and he's like, I should probably order something because like, it's rude for me to be sitting here. And I was like, well, you can have some of my chips if you want. And he's just like, I'll have half your burger. What? And I was like, okay. And he's like, I'll pay you for it. I was like, so, I was like, what do I? It wasn't expensive or anything. Yeah. Like it but wasn't, still, this I was is like, because really so I haven't taken a bite yet because yeah. he's a very demanding person. Um,
0: and just some random guy
1: wearing an Kubra.
0: He should have just paid for your meal as a thank you. And then, uh, well, I'd already
1: paid. You pay oh, when that's you order. <laughs> and um, yeah. And anyway, so I finished and then he ate half of my burger and then he's like, uh, telling the staff to come over. Like he was a very like boss figure. Yeah. Then afterwards he's like, I was asking what he does. And he's like, oh, you yeah, know, like I do like international relations for, you know, some pretty high level business people. And then it was just like the weirdest, the weirdest defining moment in like, like my whole time in China. And it was yeah. possibly the last time that I ever went to that, you know, that area of Beijing yeah. and like I was leaving the next week and then we ended up going out and getting um I had plans that night. Yeah at, at the, at the, I was going and he literally dragged me. He's like, okay, let's go get a beer. Um he's like Did I you don't, pay
0: for it? He did pay oh, for it. Oh that's the beer. good. That's all right
1: um, then. And then he was still hungry. I can't remember I think we got Korean food or something. Yeah. And and he dragged me and you know we had beer and, and I texted my friends and they were like, Where were you? Like you turned up like an hour late to whatever the drinks or whatever and we like
0: crocodile Dundee. I was
1: like <laughs> and like he's you know he well, he's didn't have a very high opinion of Australia. You know, he was very European-minded and stuff. Uh-huh. But just a, the the what if. It was just a weird experience, firstly. Mm. But the, the what if is like, what if I never met? And I, I still talk to him occasionally. Like, okay. we have each other on, on WeChat and WhatsApp. And um, he calls me occasionally when he – I think he just gets bored. He's quite well off. Like, yeah. it's not like – and he just calls me and asks for like – he asks me for advice. And then he goes like, oh, can I, do you need anything? And I'm, I'm like, well, what? what would i ask you for <laughs> like,
0: even... send me some money yeah like, does he, that work
1: it's like he's like if you ever need a job like just he's like, just let me know and i'm See, like there you go it's weird but my what if was my... what if i never went to that one on a whim just that yeah. restaurant because i was like oh you know what i feel like western food it's my last week in china
0: or what if you 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 know you say hey mate go away i'm trying to eat my yeah yoga. or what yeah. if i yeah
1: weird experience totally massive what if
0: it's kind of cool man yeah that's what happens random yeah. stuff
1: See, you got to put yourself out there.
0: Exactly, and just go. Okay, uh, go I'll flow. see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Even all then. right. Yeah, Do you cool. got another one. Yeah, I got, I got one more. Um You know about my tiger mom. Yeah. So she always pushed me to become a doctor, to become a yeah. surgeon. <laughs> even though I kept telling her I'm allergic, not allergic. Sorry, I, I just I faint in the, you know when I see blood. See blood I get yeah. queasy and all this stuff. I'm like one plus one equals two Yeah, blood plus I feel like
1: you will have yeah to, yeah
0: can't be a doctor because you know cutting into people blood everywhere could be an issue could be an issue yeah. when i'm you know f- you know there's fainting a,
1: there's a tv show about that oh is it doc martin it's like a, <laughs> it's like an sbs tv show don't watch it it's terrible i'm not going it's to like, it's like a
0: yeah no, don't yeah it, so i'm like that doesn't make sense but in her mind it made sense anyway so there was a really pivotal moment um where I was pushing so hard that I wanted to go and study architecture.
1: This is in high school still, right? This
0: was, uh, yeah, when I was selecting selecting, uh, universities and my
1: courses. So, like, like end of high school.
0: End of high school, right? Just, yeah, just before high school, it's because you have to put your university applications in. Yeah, beforehand. that's
1: right. Bef- yeah, it's, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, right. so I was like, you know, obviously picking all the ones that says, you know, science, me- medicine, <laughs> medical science, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, about. and but then I was I don't, know, I don't know for some odd reason all of a sudden I'm like, no, I really actually want to do architecture, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like in this massive argument for I think of several weeks, and she even got my relatives to call in from China. <laughs> oh, to, no. oh, I know it's such a you know chinese thing to do and then all these other friends to say what are you doing you're wasting your life madam Chen. if you become anything but a doctor <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: and a surgeon
1: doctors are the only it's <laughs> the <laughs> only profession the only profession
0: for an asian girl right <laughs> apparently <laughs> anyway so um, now this is I, I i guess i don't regret it but in a way i'm like what if i did become an architect? yeah yeah i mean it's too late now Like, i would never do it because i'm getting too old now yeah
1: no it's not too late
0: no that's like it's like a five-year um I think you course. can do a master's
1: or something one of my one of my mm. one of my favorite designers mm. uh, virgil abloh the current lead male designer for uh, louis vuitton and this founder of off-white mm. streetwear guy yeah he's Fa- art- artistic i don't want to say genius but like force you know he's, yeah. he's doing art every single day and yeah. art fashion um he did engineering and then went back and did architecture okay. and now he's the head designer for Louis vuitton okay so you, i think you could that do could, it
0: well i'm starting with our cartoons our comic yeah. strips what
1: What drew you to architecture any any particular
0: i was just really because i enjoy drawing right. and then in high school i really enjoyed doing architecture the class okay. so it was basics and actually it, like creating things okay i never got to do it that sounds yeah. cool it's actually fun because you, well you still technically playing with your hands but you're not actually building something though you're yeah. you're dreaming something a, yeah. co- a concept and so i don't know if 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 i did actually become an architect would i have just become one of those i don't know
1: Draftsman, like draftsmen, people that someone just do it, yeah. Would just do
0: it, or maybe I would have left a monumental piece like the underpants in Beijing or the hashtag building in Seoul. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Who knows? It's really. I never even. Hmm. You know, I mean architects. Something that, I don't know. I never really thought about doing it. Yeah. But.
0: That's a what if. That that's a big one. I'm if. curious about. Yeah. Okay. Still. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Next one. For
1: yeah. You. Um. I just have like a just like a small one and it's okay. it's what if, um. <laughs> So much food that, that
0: so much food.
1: I, we always have to talk about food, right? <laughs> of course. I think it's a requirement at this point.
0: I mean, we're talking about Asia. Come on. Yeah. Um,
1: and so many foods that I love now that I would have never tried mm. had I not, you know, tried them. Right? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I wouldn't like them if I didn't try them. Okay. Like, such as? Oh, I, I strongly disliked seafood, all seafood. Yeah. Um, Until I was... I, I'm not even sure. Like, I couldn't give you a definitive answer for that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, no. I just could. the
0: texture, perhaps, maybe
1: the texture. The, mm, the idea smell. of eating it, just well, everything seafood. Mm. Just and my parents loved seafood, and you know, they would always force me to eat it. And yeah, I'd be crying, and they'd be like, "Go to the, go eat it in the laundry." No, but like, <laughs> fair enough. Like, I took two yeah. hours to eat like, a, yeah, like, <laughs> like a small piece of fish. Like, I would have done the same. But now, like at some point, I just crossed over mm. and and stopped hating it and then now i just love it
0: <laughs> what if you didn't stop what hating? Didn't?
1: And, yeah. and the 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 big one was uh we were in uh, tasmania mm. eating on on bruni is it bruni island bruni island
0: bruni, bruni, yeah, bruni, bruni island, island. and yeah. they have
1: all the um different uh sellers of uh, artisanal goods so mm. like there's a there's someone that sells like fresh honey mm. someone that sells fresh chocolate that they made on the mm. island someone that sells fresh berries that they mm. grow on the island really cool you get a ferry there if you're um, ever in robot yeah. um but there's an oyster farm and I was there one morning mm, hungover. Yum, oysters. Um, I went out the, the night before with my sister and we drank a fair bit. And my parents woke us up the next morning and we went to this, <laughs> this is like between Christmas and New Year's. And we went to this oyster farm and my parents were sitting there and I've, I've hated, like I hated seafood. So yeah. of course I've never, I have tried an oyster at one point. Mm. And I was, that was way too far. And I've never, even when I liked seafood, oysters were still like, my parents like, do you want one? And I was just hungover enough to say yes. Mm. And I tried one. And I immediately stood up, went to the counter, and this is like this sort of outdoor setting. And there's like a, it's an oyster farm. Yeah. There's like a nice ocean, but they, they there's a farm right next to you. Like they just grab them in the morning and mm. shock them and stuff, right? And immediately bought myself a dozen oysters. Wow. And my parents were sitting there like, you're not gonna, you're you're joking, right? You you're, just,
0: you've changed. You're,
1: son. Hung, you're a hungover like you yeah. look green already <laughs> like before you even ate an oyster. You're not gonna go buy twelve oysters like a dozen oysters and yeah. eat them in front of us. I was like, watch me, and I did it. And like now, they're like one of my favorite foods.
0: Excellent. <laughs> Here's to what if. Like what if I was never? Yeah. What if
1: I was never? Uh, not that game I'm, enough. Not that I'm <laughs> not that I'm suggesting that you should be hungover all the time. But you know what if I if I had never tried that would I still yeah would I ever tried it if I wasn't in that situation I'll force on, feed that, it, don't on worry. that day because that's probably the best oysters you can get. get you yeah, know, yeah. If I'd had one that was a slight you know bit worse mm. or. or
0: yeah. Had a bit of a metallic it, As they can taste be, too. you know,
1: yeah. like a, a, maybe I would have never even discovered that I love oysters. Cool story. Yeah. Awesome. Have you got a food one or is that?
0: Nah, that's about it. That's all I've got for today. Okay. Yeah. That's was
1: good. That was a good what if?
0: What if? Yeah. What if we both didn't exist? Oh my <gasps> God. I totally blow my mind. What
1: if the moon <laughs> crashes into the. Son.
0: What if there are aliens in this world after all? It probably. I mean, I, th- yeah, I think it's are. 50 50. Yeah, what if Steve Jobs came back to life? Oh my God. What if <gasps> the Ming Dynasty took over Australia instead of Captain Cook? Oh my God. What if Madam Chen never laughs during these episodes?
1: <laughs> what if, if Madam Chen never said so? <laughs> so
0: <laughs> I know
1: yeah it's good to think about mm. but i think it's good to not think about as well yeah it's good to just you know let it go and not necessarily let it go
0: but just realize yeah it's actually yeah. probably a good thing
1: you shouldn't keep your wake good night definitely not yeah you know you need mm. need those eight hours that's right yeah
0: all right i think it's happy hour time cool thanks Liam.
1: no worries thanks for having me
0: back right out hey thanks for listening to this week's podcast yeah. For the latest updates and posts, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and I do, uh, please support us on Patreon, where we hope that our dream of having our own TV show will become a reality one day. So then we can continue to fight boring news on everything, anything, and nothing with an agent twist. Thanks for your support. Bagrat out. Solid.